When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today we will be taking a look at the 5 best dividend aristocrats of the last decade. If you have been investing in the dividend aristocrats during the last decade, you should have averaged about a 12.5% return per year. Some years have been better, like 2013, when the dividend aristocrat index was up 32.3%, or 2019 when the dividend aristocrats returned 28%. There has only been one negative return year in the last 10 years for the index. In 2018, the dividend aristocrats collectively fell 2.7%. Maybe some of you dividend aristocrat investors out there are doing better than 12.5% per year. And maybe some of you aren't doing so good. Let me share with you the 5 best dividend aristocrats of the last decade. Perhaps you already own shares of these companies in your portfolio. Or perhaps they deserve to be added. I'll kick it off with the number 1 dividend aristocrat of the last decade. And that company was West Pharma, ticker symbol WST. The company makes containment and delivery systems for injectable drugs like syringes or cartridges for injectable medications, amongst many other medical devices. It pays a pretty pathetic dividend yield of 0.15% that many dividend investors are not interested in at all. But what this company lacks in yield, it more than makes up for in terms of total return to shareholders. Long-term shareholders of West Pharma that have held a position between September of 2001 and August of 2021 have been rewarded with 37.61% compounded annual growth. At this rate of return, my friends, you would have multiplied your original investment 24 times during this 10-year period. Not a bad trade-off for taking on this tiny dividend yield. A $10,000 investment would grow to about $240,000, which is a phenomenal total return on your investment. The dividend income produced by this investment would be rather low. That same $10,000 investment would generate about $350 of dividend income in 2020, giving investors about a 3.5% yield on cost. The total return and dividend income disparity for West Pharma is created by the share price experiencing above-average growth over a long period of time. But dividend growth has been rather modest for this healthcare company. The five-year dividend growth rate clocks in between 7 and 8%. If we look further out, the long-term dividend growth rate sits around 6-7% to during the company's 28-year dividend history. The company has a payout ratio of about 8%, so we know there is plenty of room to grow this dividend faster. So why hasn't West Pharma done that? While the management of the company deems it a better investment for shareholders to invest more of this income back into the business, rather than pay it out in the form of a dividend. I like a good dividend yield just as much as the next guy, but I am willing to accept a significantly lower dividend yield in exchange for a strong total return. This is exactly what investors have received from West Pharma. The key question today is can this stock offer the same total return during the next decade? Let's make some assumptions and find out. Based on dividend yield theory, West Pharma looks to be about 170% overvalued right now. That's just a ridiculous overvaluation, but we have a pretty good explanation for it. The dividend yield today is lower than the historical dividend yield, because the share price has climbed significantly faster than the dividend. Because of this, I would say less emphasis should be placed on this form of valuation for this company. I think the historical dividend yield will trend downward, until it plateaus around the new norm for West Pharma. Unless the dividend growth is accelerated in the future, and the dividend yield begins to climb higher which would be a very good thing. I personally think the stock is overvalued, but the 170% dividend yield theory overvaluation figure is overstated. Nevertheless, analysts are forecasting earnings per share to grow at a rate of 27.3% for the company. If we combine this with a return to fair value using our 170% overvaluation, 
and tack on the current dividend yield, we can reasonably expect the stock to offer 17% annual returns during the next decade. Now this isn't close to the 37% returns investors received during the last decade, but it's still a very attractive rate of return going forward. And because I think our overvaluation figure is overstated, we can reasonably expect the growth to be higher, perhaps closer to about 20% per year. Keep in mind this is only an assumption about future returns. Many, many things can change during the next decade that will affect this assumption. Okay, let's see which dividend aristocrat was the second best during the last decade. And that dividend aristocrat is none other than Cintas Corporation, ticker symbol CTAS. Cintas is primarily known as a uniform distributor, but they have an arsenal of other office and workplace products in their catalog. The company pays a dividend yield of 0.97% right now, that is significantly better than West Pharma's dividend yield. A sub-1% dividend yield is still not a very attractive yield to seek in the market. But if you're looking for very strong total returns, you need to be willing to sacrifice dividend yield. During the last decade, Cintas rewarded long-term investors with a 30.48% compounded annual return. That is a phenomenal annual total return to receive from a single holding. It's about 7% lower than West Pharma, but still very nice. That 7% annual difference would mean that instead of multiplying your original investment 24 times during the last decade, you would instead receive only about a 14 times multiple. Small differences in annual returns can compound to great differences over a long period of time. So a $10,000 investment in Cintas would grow to about $140,000 in the last decade. This $10,000 investment would also produce about $1,250 of dividend income in 2020, giving long-term investors about a 12.5% yield on cost. So as Cintas may not have as impressive of a total return as West Pharma, it has been significantly more generous in terms of dividend income. The company also has a very attractive dividend growth history, clocking in above 20% during the last 5 years, and in the very high double-digit rate going out further back in history. Cintas used to only pay one annual dividend per year every December, but in late 2020 the company changed to a quarterly dividend payment schedule that is much more friendly for dividend investors. This quarterly dividend payment was recently increased from $0.75 to $0.95 each quarter. That's a 26.7% increase that keeps the high dividend growth streak going for this aristocrat. Dividend yield tells us that Cintas is about 4% overvalued right now, which is a little surprising after the company's exceptional growth. Analysts are forecasting earnings per share to grow at a rate of 11.2% per year in the future. If we adjust for the slight overvaluation and tack on the current dividend yield, this gives us an expected growth rate of 11.73% for Cintas. I personally think Cintas can offer even better total returns during the next decade, but even this almost 12% growth rate looks pretty attractive. Moving on, the third best dividend aristocrat of the last decade was Sherwin-Williams, ticker symbol SHW. Most people should be familiar with Sherwin-Williams, but in case you are not, they are one of the largest manufacturers and distributors of paint and similar products. Sherwin currently pays a dividend yield of 0.75%, that is slightly worse than Cintas. But much like the other two dividend aristocrats we just looked at, what they lack in yield, they make up for in terms of total return. Sherwin-Williams has rewarded long-term investors with a 29.57% compounded annual growth rate during the last decade. This means your original investment would multiply roughly 13 times during a span of 10 years. That sounds pretty solid to me. With dividend growth and reinvestment, a $10,000 investment would produce about $775 of dividend income in 2020, giving long-term investors approximately a 7.75% yield on cost. Sherwin has been growing its dividend at a rate of about 15% during the last 5 years and has maintained a double-digit growth rate since the 1980s. A very impressive long-term streak. Looking at individual year increases, there are a few weak years in recent history. In 2017 and 2018, the dividend was increased by only about 1%. However, Sherwin followed up these two years of weaker growth 
with a 31% bump in 2019 and about 18.5% last year. This year, the company also boosted its dividend payment by 23%. Dividend yield theory tells us that Sherwin is about 25% overvalued right now. Analysts are forecasting 11.87% earnings per share growth for the company in the future. This combined with the overvaluation and the current dividend yield gives us an expected growth rate of 10.32% per year over the next decade. Again, this isn't quite as nice as the return Sherwin offered during the last decade, but it's still a pretty attractive double-digit return. Many economists are forecasting returns for equities in the next decade to not be as generous as in the last decade. So perhaps the reality is that we should not expect too many stocks to offer 20-30% annualized returns over the next 10 years. Moving on, the fourth best dividend aristocrat during the last decade was S&P Global, ticker symbol SPGI. The company rewarded long-term investors with a 28.85% compounded annual growth rate during the last decade. This would be about a 12.5% multiple on your original investment, which is a very nice number of times to multiply your money. A $10,000 investment would generate about $750 of dividend income in 2020, giving you about a 7.5% yield on cost. The stock offers a dividend yield of 0.69% today. That may not look attractive, but the long-term total return certainly does. SPGI has maintained a solid double-digit dividend growth rate during the last decade that has actually trended upwards. The 5-year dividend growth rate of about 15% is higher than the 10-year dividend growth rate of about 11%. This year, SPGI boosted its dividend by just about 15%, keeping the higher streak going. SPGI looks to be about 27% overvalued based on dividend yield theory. Analysts are forecasting earnings per share to grow at a rate of 9.34%. If we account for the overvaluation and factor in the dividend yield, we get a 7.57% expected rate of return per year for the next decade. Compared to the prior three aristocrats, this rate of return looks a little weak. Keep in mind that these are just assumptions about future returns. If we went back in time to 10 years ago, I can't imagine many investors were forecasting 30% annual growth for any of these aristocrats. And the final and fifth best dividend aristocrat during the last decade was Lowe's, ticker symbol LOW. Long-term investors have been rewarded with a 28.44% compounded annual growth rate during the last decade. Even though Lowe's is the 5th best dividend aristocrat in terms of the best 10-year return, I would be thrilled to have a 28% compounded annual growth rate for my portfolio over a 10-year period. Lowe's currently pays the best dividend yield of our 5 stocks, of 1.53%. This is 10 times the yield of West Pharma. A $10,000 investment would produce dividend income of about $1,320 in 2020. That would be a very solid 13.2% yield on cost on our original investment. Not a bad yield on cost to go along with this almost 30% compounded growth. Based on dividend yield theory, Lowe's looks to be about 10% overvalued right now. Analysts are forecasting a 17.7% future earnings growth rate. If we take into account the overvaluation and the current dividend yield, we come up with an expected growth rate of 18.24%, making Lowe's hypothetically the best investment from amongst the five dividend aristocrats on our list. If someone invested in all five of these dividend aristocrats back in 2011, that would have generated roughly a 30% return every year for 10 years. This would double your original investment roughly every 2.5 years. To show you how amazing of a return that is, consider this example. A $10,000 investment would turn to $20,000 after 2.5 years, $40,000 after 5 years, $80,000 after 7.5 years, and $160,000 after 10 years. If you could sustain this rate of return for another 5-6 to six years, your original investment would cross $1 million. I know looking at the past is nice and all, but most investors are focused on stocks they can invest in today, to have such high rates of return 10 or 20 years from now. If you want to know which dividend aristocrats I think are poised for better than average growth, then you need to check out my 4 strategies for beating the dividend aristocrats. I'll leave a link to last month's update in the description below.
The selections for October will be made at the end of this week, so make sure to return for that episode as well. Thank you for joining me today. If you'd like to consume this content in a video format, you are welcome to visit my YouTube channel. Just search for Long Acres Finance on YouTube and you'll find more of me. If you'd like to reach me directly, you can do so by emailing me at longacresfinance at gmail.com. If you would like to support this channel, you can do so on Patreon and unlock the additional benefits offered there. Thank you for being here and have a wonderful day.